Good morning. Welcome back to another episode. This is your host, John Rosenberg. Bienvenue à Jean Rosenberg Podcast. Bienvenidos à John Rosenberg Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. Today we're going to talk about Julius Malema out of South Africa. Julius Malema is the president of the Economist Freedom uh, Fighter. Freeland Fighter out of South Africa. Born in March 3rd. 1981 nationality South African now Julius Malema those of us who live in Africa heard of that name or familiar with that name um, those of us who live abroad may not heard of him but Julius Malema be, have been fighting for for the for, for land for the South Africa mostly like reparation um, we say what's the correlation between America and South Africa we both want reparation when it comes to the land Um, that that's, that's been most of his fight for the past 20 years. He's been fighting for um, the land that the Africans, the Dutchies, and the English stole from the South African. He's been he's been the most prominent voices by by far by far in Africa. I've been spoken about on this topic. The ones, like I said, you may agree with him or disagree with him politically. Um, that's your prerogative. I'm not going to tell you. Hey, to, to love the guy, I like him because he seems to be a man of principle and a man of great character. Uh, usually when I look at a leader, I look at his leadership skills, his character, and um, he is, he's not a sellout. So those are the things that, those are the quality I look for in, in a leader, any leader, uh, regardless of race or ethnicity or religious belief. But he seems to have those intangibles. He's a great leader. He's a charismatic leader, plus he has a lot of dignity about himself as a person. So those are good qualities to have as a leader or as a person. That being said, Julius Malema, um, he's been a freedom fighter. He's in the, he, he's a, he work, he's, he's part of the African Congress, the parliament. He's part of the parliament in, in South Africa. So he has been going against you know he's been to england he spoke he spoke in oxford university he have uh, spoken in other university around the country in south africa plus around south in africa uh, but he, the last one i saw was the one he spoke in um in england in oxford university um it was the same thing about the colonization uh, about the land uh, reparation with the south africans he's been very prominent very um He's been very um, tough on that. He's been pushing for that law to pass. Um, because like I said, the, the Africans, and that's what I tell a lot of you guys who try to want to go back to Africa. This is what I'm telling you. Africa have a lot of issues that I have not dealt with for centuries now. You know, it's like somebody said, come to my house to spend, spend a couple weeks. And you know that him, uh, the, the wife and the husband don't get along. That won't be a good environment for you to be in as a guest or host, as a guest. You know, you don't want to be part of that nonsense. And at the same thing, it's the same parallel when you deal with Africa. Africa have a tribal mindset going on. They have colonization. They have IMF loan. Now they have Chinese loan. Then they have the CIA operative, Mossad operative, who is in Africa trying to destabilize those government in Africa. And now the Obama did the African initiative where he's going to build a U.S. base in Africa. And I say it's not going to be good for Africa. 
as a whole, it's not going to be good for Africa to have a U.S. base there. They had one in Liberia, and they built several of them. They have one in um, Somalia. They're, they're building them now in Africa. So African leaders got to be worried about that. But Julius Malema, he's the most prominent uh, figures right now in Africa. He's the most prominent. He's the most outspoken when it comes to uh, social justice and justice in Africa, particularly South Africa. Particularly South Africa, he has been very outspoken about the land conflict between the Afrikaans, which is Dutch, those Dutches who occupied the land for centuries now, and they didn't want to give back the land. Like I said, just like America, America is stolen property. America is still stolen property, as I speak to you on this podcast. South Africa, too. Those land, those farmers are occupying right now, that is stolen property. They need to return that land back to those people. Because when you stole something, regardless of how long it's been, uh, it's, still, it's still stolen property. It's not that they give it to you free, free, at free will. No, you took it by force, by pilgrimage. You took it, you killed, you raped, you burned down people just to obtain the land. Now the people are asking you to give back the land. You should give back the land. If you have any heart, any, mor- uh, any moral, you say, you know what? My grandfather stole the land. My great-grandfather stole the land. So it's time for us to give back the land. You have made billions of dollars on the land as I speak to you right now. So it's time to give up the land. Now, they're actually nicely now. The next time around, they're going to come by force and take the land from you guys. Because that's what's going to happen. And remember, I, I spoke about Israel involvement in, in, in South Africa. The Israel secret police. Mossad. The Mossad, they're over there. They train those South African farmers the Dutchess, the Afrikaans, to fight uh, against those South Africans over there. That is bad. And for Israel, this is an internal affair. You have nothing to do with you. You you need to stay your face out of that. You will not let South African leaders involve in your internal affair in in Israel. So Netanyahu needs to know about this. I know you know about this, but the, the South African government, they have to make a push to make Israel stop saying that they're secret agent over there because they will be a kill. Me, I will kill them. I'm not playing around because you enter, you enter in my country, violate international law. If I catch you, you will be beheaded. I'm not playing around with you. So I will never go to your country and, and get involved in your internal affair. And that's something that African leaders and South Africa in particular have to address. Whether they're going to address it at Geneva whether they're going to address it in the UN, they must address this problem. The land issue, like I told you guys before, in the in my last podcast, the South African land conflict, I spoke about it before. Uh, this is about Julius, uh, Julius Malema. Um, he's been very prominent uh, leader in Africa for the past 20 years, one can argue. Um, he's an economist. He's a freedom fighter. He's the president of the economy freelance fighters um, also he was part of the African uh, politician who served under as a member of the parliament in the economy freedom fighters so Julius Malema his, uh, his, name, his full name is Julius Selo Malema um, South African nationality born in March 3rd 1981 
like I said, I've been trying to do um, a podcast on this man. I had to take my time to talk about him because I've watched him a lot. Um, he's, he's a man of his word. Uh, whether you agree with him or not, that's your prerogative. I'm not going to say to be to support him. I support him because he's a fighter. I like people that have uh, cojones, balls. He had made major balls, and he speak with such of uh, power. With uh, he he don't bite his tongue for nobody. He speak truth to power, and people like that I admire them. And with Nelson Mandela, like I told you guys, Nelson Mandela did uh, the South African South African people a disservice by not giving them the land. If he had gave them back the land, he would have a much greater legacy. Because now people are looking back. Yes, he, he, he was elected as president, but what did he do for the people? I know the people love him, but he didn't do nothing for the people, economically speaking. Right now in South Africa, 90% of the wealth is controlled by whites. Go figure. 90% of the wealth is controlled by whites. So he didn't really do nothing for, for the African, South African people. If you look at it on, on that aspect, but that being said, Julius Malema is the most prominent speakers out there in, South, in Africa by far. So whether you like him or not, whether you like his stance, his belief, yeah, that's irrelevant. But one thing you cannot tell him, he's not, a, he's not a coon. You know, he's not a coon. He's not a faker. He's a real man. He's a man of principle. He believes in what he said. He don't bite his tongue. He don't back down. So people like that have tremendous respect for leaders like that, just like Malcolm X. Yeah, I will do one on Malcolm X also, but I'll take my time for that because that was going to be this. That the Malcolm X podcast is going to take me maybe an hour for me to do it because there's a lot of things I want to talk about uh, on that podcast. But that being said, Julius Malema, out of South Africa, he's a very, he's a man of integrity, a man of dignity. He's standing on his principles. A man like that, I have tremendous respect for a man like that. Um, nowadays, you don't find too many leaders like that, particularly in Africa. A lot of those African leaders, they're being bought out. Okay? They are being bought out. So that's why I see a lot of those countries are destabilized because there's no leadership. And the tribal uh, mindset have also destroyed Africa. Now you have Chinese investment in Africa. Uh, African leaders have to be worried about that. Because if they don't pay those loans, China have a chance to come to Africa and stole all, take all those resources and make trillions of dollars on Africa's back. So they have to be worried about those loans that they're taking from China. I know other economics have spoke about it. We talk about the long-term effect. We're not talking about the now. We're talking about 30, 30 years, 40 years from now, what Africa is going to look like with those loans that they borrowed from China. So we have to be very, uh, very worried about those loans. And I know he, um, Julius Malema also spoke about the, those Chinese loans also. Yeah, I heard him speak about it on several occasions. But like I said, you can go on YouTube and watch the video. Don't take my word for it. Uh, if you're from South Africa, you, you already know about him already. Whether you like him or not, that's, on, that's your prerogative. I can tell you to support him. I support him because he stood on his principle. He, he's not a punk, so you can, he can't be bought out. A lot of those African leaders, what happened to them, a lot of them be bought out by special interests. 
And that's why those, those Africans are leaving the continent by the millions every single year. Even the Ghanaian president, he spoke about that during uh, the press conference in the UN. And he spoke about it with uh, Macron, the, the French president, when he came to Ghana to visit. So African leaving the continent by, mil- by the millions is not good for Africa economically. It's not good for Africa at all. So you guys, thank you for tuning in. This is my take on Julius Malema out of South Africa. Um, He's part of the Congress uh, Parliament in, in South Africa. If you know anything about Julius Malema, you like to elaborate, you want to call me, I'll be glad to hear from you. And um, you guys have a great day and a great weekend. One love.